0: Chimera by Phil Goll read by Dan Snellgrove Chapter 18 The Other Carousel Horse Just as it seemed as if they would be pulped against the ceiling, The basket tipped sideways to deposit Kip and the others down a steep metal chute. They spilled out the other end onto the stone floor of a windowless warehouse, where they were set upon by a legion of penknife beetles. The beetles picked them up and bore them away as ants carry leaves, transporting them up ramps and along suspended gantries, they sorted Kip and Jamie into a container filled with dolls' heads and mannequin limbs, and left Sir Regulus knee deep in hubcaps. Bertram was left upside down in a hamper of broken chamber pots. They waited until the drumming of the beetles' feet faded away before making their way cautiously through the warehouse. They passed huge glass jars filled with nuts, bolts and towering stacks of tightly bunched newspapers. High above their heads were more wire baskets loaded with chandelier pendants and doorknobs. After much squeezing through vents, climbing over pallets and navigating chambers filled with pulleys, chains and butcher's hooks, they arrived in an emptier space, dominated by a large U-shape of narrow railway track. The track entered the warehouse through one pair of see-through plastic swing doors and left it through another. A line of seven shopping trolleys faced the second set of doors. The trolleys were being loaded with chipped garden gnomes and broken flower pots by a miserable-looking armchair ape wearing a yellow hard hat and fluorescent jacket. When the last of the seven trolleys was filled, the armchair ape covered their contents with sacking and pulled a large lever near to the track. Lurching into motion, the trolleys battered their way through the doors and disappeared. Another seven clattered through the first set of doors and stopped. (laughs) Ha ha! That's our way out! whispered Sir Regulus. "'The trolleys must go up to the auxiliary, "'the reclamation factory in (laughs) Thingapolis!' "'A whistle blew. "'The armchair ape removed his hard hat and jacket "'and hung both over the lever. "'They froze as the armchair ape "'walked past their hiding place "'on his way out of the loading bay. "'They waited a few more seconds,' before hurrying to the trolley train. "'Take a trolley each!' instructed Sir Regulus. Cover yourselves with sacking!' (laughs) "'A faltering moan made all four of them jump. "'The moaning continued, soft and plaintive. "'It was coming from beneath a blue tarpaulin "'in the corner of the loading bay. "'Sir Regulus indicated "'the others should remove the tarpaulin on his command.' Kip and Jamie taking a corner each. The edge of the tarpaulin between his teeth, Bertram waited. Sir Regulus nodded and they snatched the tarpaulin away. Beneath it was a large pile of scrap metal. Buried beneath the metal pipes and corrugated sheets was a white carousel horse. Only the front part of the horse was visible. The animal was resting its scarred head on its front legs. Sir Regulus gasped. (gasps) Sir The carousel horse's eyes flickered open. Sir Regulus, it said. It can't be. Sir Regulus laughed joyously. (laughs) You're alive! The dismantlers... How? Oh, they weren't quite quick enough to finish me. What of Wurlitzer? He lives. Yes. Oh. A great sigh shook the horse's body. Tell me of him, demanded Circinus. Tell me everything. Sir Regulus hesitated. He extended his arm toward Bertram and the two boys. Circinus, D- uh, I'd like you to meet... Kip, Jamie, and Bertram. (laughs) We're getting out of here, and so are you. (laughs) Boys, help me move this metal. I asked you a question, said Circinus. Has something happened to Wurlitzer? Hmm? Oh, you are his best friend, Sir Regulus. If you can't tell me, then who? Best friend, said Bertram. Kip and Jamie looked at each other. Was he hurt? No. Is he ill? No, Sarsanus. Sir Regulus, you will tell me what you know of Worlet, sir. Sarsanus, please. If we want to get out of here, we have to go now. Oh, I can tell you a thing or two about our illustrious ruler, (laughs) said Bertram. Or should that be (laughs) jailer? Quiet, Bertram, snapped Sir Regulus. Uh, He's just trying to protect us. (laughs) uh, By banning our mention of elsewhere, world? By forcing the Getsimilites to live by his decree? (laughs) Pfft, Getsimilites? Circinus looked between Bertram and Sir Regulus. Decree? "'Thou shall not remember,' (laughs) said Bertram. "'Sersinus, please try and understand,' said Sir Regulus. "Wurlitzer has never forgiven himself for what happened that day in the Plummet Pit.' "'What did happen?' demanded Bertram. (sighs) "'Despite your belief to the contrary, Bertram,' "'You are not the first to excite the inhabitants of Flotsam Pothole "'with reminiscence and talk of revolutions. "'Long before you came to Flotsam Pothole, there was another. "'Like you, I saved him from the shovelisks, "'and like you, he was soon dissatisfied with life beneath the rubbish heap. "'He wanted to make amends for his crimes against lost property,' He argued passionately in favour of second chances and putting an end, finally, to the tyranny of the Oblivion Three. (laughs) Wurlitzer would hold meetings in the city streets. Wurlitzer, said Bertram. No one listened. They called him irresponsible. They called him crazy. There were those who told Wurlitzer he had no right to expect a second chance. There were those who couldn't imagine a world without Madame Chartreuse. Many were frightened of the very prospect of freedom to choose new lives of their own making. (laughs) Most believed escape from odds and bods to be impossible, but not all. When Wurlitzer planned to leave Flotsam Pothole, only two others agreed to accompany him. One was me, and the other Circenus, his wife. Wurlitzer and I were carved from the same tree by the same pair of hands, said Circinus. We rolled side by side until the day we were found to have woodworm, and were abandoned. We were luckier than most. We didn't lose everything when our usefulness ended. We had each other. Sersinus stared at Kip and Jamie, her attention rapt. Put your hands on me, she said. Kip and Jamie approached and placed their palms lightly on Sersinus' mane. She closed her eyes and began again to talk. Wurlitzer well, and I tried to live happily in Thingapolis... "'We tried to make a home for ourselves. "'We struggled to embrace our new lives here. "'We missed the children, "'the embrace of their arms about our necks "'as we spun them in circles. Oh, "'We grieved for our purpose. "'One day, Quirlitzer and I galloped far from the safety of the city. "'Neither of us admitted our intention.' "'Madame Chartreuse put us to work, dragging the Tea Leaf's fodder wagons. "'We were so ashamed.' As if unable to bear the weight of their fingers, Circinus shook her mane, forcing Kip and Jamie to withdraw. "'We slipped our harnesses while the Tea Leaf slept. "'We gave ourselves up to the oligarchy. "'Wurlitzer had prepared a speech to be heard at our trial.' he planned to employ them to take steps against Madame Chartreuse. He believed, with the Oblivion Three vanquished, we might come to value this world as our own, seeing it as a place in which to belong contentedly, a world of which we could be proud. They sentenced us immediately, without petition or a plea. Sir Regulus saved us. He brought us to Flotsam Pothole, took Care of us, we soon became inseparable. We made plans, devised strategies. We would tell each other stories from our pasts, draw in strength from our memories. We vowed we would make Chimera a safe place. We could never again return to the elsewhere world, but we would ensure others could, without fear. "'Or injury?' "'We decided to leave Flotsam Pothole,' "'continued Sir Regulus. "'To escape odds and bods. "'We made it as far as the tunnels. "'Then the shovelisks attacked. "'It all happened so fast.' "'Sir Regulus was talking directly to Circinus now. "'I tried to get you out. "'I tried to open its jaws.' "'Took my arm.' "'I'm so sorry,' said Sersinus. "'I'm the one who should be apologising. "'I could have tried harder, "'thought of something, done something. "'When Wurlitzer saw you were gone, "'he tried giving himself to the shovelisk too. "'He said he couldn't bear to be parted from you, "'but I couldn't let him. "'Flotsam Pothole needed him, "'someone to inspire them.' Wallace so accused me of betraying him and of killing you. He swore no one else would ever be lost to the abattoir. A siren sounded. <gasps> we have to get you out of there, Sir Regulus told Circinus, pulling away the sheets of metal covering her. I can't leave, she said. Of course you can, said Bertram. We'll all help. Yes, agreed Kip dragging more of the corrugated sheets to the floor. You don't understand. I can't leave. And now Kip and everyone else saw why the hindquarters of the carousel horse were gone.